0: Meg. And I'm Megan. We're going to talk about episode three, City of Heresy.
1: For a summary of the episode, uh, science and faith collide when the Elrics confront Father Cornello. He claims to work miracles, but the brothers suspect he's abusing a philosopher's stone to manipulate his flock.
0: Alright, and the manga the manga chapters for this episode would be chapters one and two.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> One thing we forgot in the last episode was uh, mentioning what chapters the the episode
0: covers. So it was, uh, yeah, the previous episode two was a combination of parts from chapters 21, 22, and 24. They introduced it very early in the show just to kind of give you the context for the Elrics and what their goal is in the story probably just to speed it up because it would it had con- it had been revealed in in the previous anime. Um I do like it better in the manga because it gives you something to kind of latch onto later in the story after you already know the boys and then you find out their tragic backstory. But um it's not a bad thing from a story standpoint to introduce it early on either though. <laughs> <laughs> if only nods and noise. <laughs> they do when you're old (laughs) (laughs) or when you're in an anime (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway
1: (laughs) okay yeah to to jump into the episode uh we start out with uh ed and al sitting at some sort of I don't know, like outdoor cafe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're listening to a wait, yeah, they're listening radio to a, a broadcast. radio radio broadcast
0: Billy Graham about thing.
1: yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> basically um, about the sun
0: god Leto. and it's yeah, it's a it reminds me of those old broadcasts, like, well, like I said, Billy Graham, or like from the 1940s, where they had all those revival tents set up and then the radio broadcast um, talking about Christianity. But in this case, uh, the sun god Lido is is um, more of a mythology type figure. And it's, we we wrote it down because we, we looked it up briefly, but the sun god Lido is um, based off of the Greek goddess Lido. Who is the mother of Apollo and Artemis? Apollo is the god of the sun and music and poetry and on and on and on. And Artemis is the goddess of the hunt and also the goddess of the moon. And she is not a very well known goddess in Greek mythology, but she was a goddess of motherhood.
1: I don't know if like the author actually looked up. Probably not. The sun I god think, Leo. The god Leo, Leo in
0: Greek might mean son?
1: It actually, I think it means like wife or something. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's a, hmm. Let me look it up. What does the name Lito mean? In most countries all over the world name Lito with a girl name. Um, Name meaning, name origin, Ugh. hidden one. It's called the, the name meaning says hidden one from this baby name website that's very fitting actually
1: something interesting that the broadcast says is that the sun god leader can bring the dead back to life mm. so that peaks Ed's its interest because as we know, they have tried to do that, and it had not had terrible, <laughs> terrible consequences.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and just a little bit. <laughs> oh, nothing. It just cost an arm and a leg. Nothing much. Yeah, but yeah, um, exactly. But obviously, Ed is very skeptical, and I think a bit nervous too. He he does say the line, "I don't like the sound of that." Um, And he and Al decide to go and check it out. Al, being as tall as he is, bumps into the top of the um, the stand, the little outdoor cafe, and knocks the radio down. And it totally breaks.
1: And also, I don't think we mentioned this, and I don't know if they actually say, but... They finally made it to Leor in this episode. Oh, yes. This is Leor, by the <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> anyway, yes, it, it is Lior. They are in the city, and that's where the broadcasts are coming from. Um, and the people are totally into it. like They are waiting with bated breath for each of these radio broadcasts. So when Al smashes the radio on accident, obviously the shop owner is pretty distressed, and everyone's kind of mad at him. Ed assures them it's okay, and Alphonse actually does the alchemy. He draws the transmutation circle on the ground with some chalk. And in like one quick movement, he's fixed the radio.
1: And then they, the Elric's reveal that, that they're the famous um, Elric brothers and that Edward Elric is the full metal alchemist. And they, of course, mistake Al for the full metal alchemist and Ed's so proud of himself, and then everybody's surrounding Al, and then they're like, what, it's the short guy? <laughs> Which provokes Ed,
0: and Al has to hold him back. It's very cute, though, because, I mean, Ed is rampaging, and Al's just standing there like, no, big brother, don't hurt them, they didn't mean it. <laughs> He's so sweet. Yes. Yes. And um, so brief manga note, uh, we will meet her later. But in the manga, while they're sitting at the cafe, Ed and Al meet a girl named Rose. She uh, is at the cafe to buy what she calls offerings for the church. Um, And we don't meet her in the, the anime until we get to the actual church. But they probably had to cut this part for time. When they meet Rose, uh, in the manga, actually her name is spelled with an accent mark over the E. So I'm kind of wondering if the pronunciation should have been different. Like instead of saying Rose, it should have been Rosa or something. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce accent marks exactly, but we'll just uh, keep in continuity with the show. Um, there is also a brief discussion between Father Cornello and Rose um, before the Elrics meet her. And they do talk a little bit about Letoism. And in the conversation, sorry, just trying to find the page. Oh, yes. She goes to see Father Cornello from his room where he broadcasts. Um, uh, Cornello seems like a very fatherly figure at first. He, he compliments Rose for being so dedicated. And Rose nervously asks when he's going to be able to, and she trails off, and um Father Cornello assures her that God has seen her good deeds, but it's not yet time. And Rose agrees, yes, not yet. And we don't know what she's talking about yet.
1: Now that we're talking about Rose, we go to the to a church and we see Rose praying. And Talk about oh. her voice actor. Notes. Yeah, so
0: it's interesting. Rose's voice actor is somebody we will hear throughout uh, the whole show, just not as the same character. Rose Thomas is played by Colleen Clinkenbeard, who has also voiced Akita Soma from Fruits Basket, Momo Yarosu from My Hero Academia, and Luffy in One Piece. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I do not have. The, I don't have the courage to watch. Over five hundred episodes of that show, um, but yeah, they she might get...
1: actually be up to a thousand.
0: Oh my word! Anyway, Colleen also plays another character from Film Metal that we'll meet later. So be on the lookout for her. Her name actually, is... we've already met her. Oh, we kind of met her. Yes, we just haven't gotten the best introduction. It was very fleeting. Yes. but she plays Riza Hawkeye, who is one of the best. And um, Rose's name is of a latin origin obviously referring to the flower and meg what did you say that roses represent uh well beauty and Mm -hmm. purity and
1: romance yes three things three things that come to mind when i think about a
0: rose yes uh and for all you shippers out there i think she's too old for ed so don't get any ideas
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: yes and right, what the 2003 uh, anime can I lead you to believe
1: yes yes and, and i think um that is kind of um immediately shut down oh, when definitely. ed and enters the church <laughs> and rose
0: gives him the uh what is she, she gives him kind of a a little bit of a spiel about letoism um She asks if they're going to join the church in the manga and had straight up says, no, I'm, I'm not religious. And, um, later he, he actually admits to being agnostic even, but Rose assures that if you believe in God, you can live with hope and gratitude every day. It's wonderful. And then she follows that up with, if you have faith, you'll grow taller for sure.
1: Yeah. This scene is kind of interesting. Um, because you know, like you mentioned, Rose asks him if he can enjoy the church, and he's like no i'm, I'm not I'm not religious, and um, basically he's like, "I don't believe in God." and um, uh, I think he, uh, he asks her if he, if she believes that people can be brought,
0: brought back from the dead. Right. Uh, um there might be a question about it uh oh yes he asked do you believe that if you pray to god the dead will come back to life
1: yeah yep and rose says yes and ed proceeds to pull out a notebook and starts Mm. reading off a list um it's Water, 35 liters. Carbon, 20 kilograms. Um, Ammonia, 4 liters. Lime, 1.5 kilograms. Phosphorus, 800 grams. Salt, 250 grams. Salt peter, 100 grams. And various other trace elements. And he basically says that that's the chemical makeup of a human. And you can buy all those things at a market. And humans are very cheap.
0: Yes. Which sets Rose off because, well, you know, that's that's kind of a an uppity thing to say and a very um, rude thing to say, really, to somebody who obviously believes in the sanctity of life and that uh, God created everybody. It's hard because it's the dichotomy of two characters, one who has absolute faith in something and one who... Well, saying he is agnostic is kind of opening himself up to like, yeah, there are possibilities, but I rely on facts. I need something proven to me and concepts like, you know, an afterlife and and God, heaven, angels, demons. It's it's a hard thing to wrap your head around if you don't see evidence around you. But maybe he's not looking. Anyway, <laughs> getting back to the conversation with well, I got a little too deep there. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Um,
1: and, and also Ed is just, I don't know. I feel like he's kind of, he's kind of a little bit of a brat in this scene. Cause he mm. basically says that he's God and he can, you know, he's kind of baiting her in a way
0: yeah trying to get a
1: rise out of her and and it definitely works Um, Mm -hmm. and but then at the end it's kind of interesting because rose is like oh so you're putting yourself on the same level as god but then ed comes back and says and references uh, a greek myth Yes. Um, Icarus. Yeah. Icarus. Yeah. About a it's a hero who flew on wings made of wax and he thought he could touch the sun, but if he got too close. His wings melted and he came crashing back down to earth. Mm. So he's kind of saying. I don't know. He's in his own in his own way. He's saying, no, I'm not on the same level as God. Right. There's something, yeah, there's something missing.
0: Yeah. He kind of words it in a way where he's seeming snarky at first. He's like, in some ways, scientists are gods themselves because they create new things and try to understand life and, and, um, you know, knowledge is power. But at the same time, like in the myth, if you get too close to the sun, too close to God, you're going to fall hard and he and Al have they have experienced that firsthand
1: anyway we spent a lot of time on that
0: (laughs) yeah well that was this doesn't pull back on punches so we kind of had to yeah okay
1: anyway the next the next scene is kind of a quick scene where we meet where we actually see father cornello for the first time Mm -hmm. talk about his voice actor
0: Yeah. So, Father Cornello is obviously not a recurring character too much. And I actually hadn't heard of his voice actor before, but it's Andy Mullins. He has been additional voices in shows like Attack on Titan and Black Clover. So,
1: anyway, okay, so we meet Father Cornello and he seems kind of sketchy. He's talking to some henchmen about the alewick brothers and they're like why are they here like they're they're so um i don't know, they're they're smart or whatever
0: they are like they're getting too
1: close yeah 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 and then oh oh i don't know they want they want a meeting with him and that kind of leads into the next scene where yeah. they're kind of meeting in this weird layer kind of thing i don't know
0: (laughs) oh it's totally a layer okay
1: so they're in the basement and um the the like henchman brother cray Mm -mm. um kind of pulls out a gun and rose is horrified like what are you know what are you doing and, um, yeah, he he shoots. Well, no, 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 sorry. In the, he
0: in the shoot. manga, in the he manga, does, he but in the anime?
1: Yeah, in the anime,
0: they give the they're trapped. Roles? Um. So what happens in the anime? Oh, is yeah, they're they, trapped they tra- in the underground room, and yeah. um, Ed is being held back by two guards, and. Oh, oh man. yes. <laughs> so they're trapped in the basement and they kind of like speed things along. But um basically Ed and Al are trapped, Rose is very confused to what's going on. Father Cornello comes out and he uh he accuses the Alorix of, of being um I, I guess heretics who are going to destroy the church and whatever. And um he's very manipulative he's very manipulative towards rose because you know he's promised her something and that something is that he can bring her fiance back to life and that's this whole that's the whole reason why she was working so hard and trying to do good deeds and and to please god and whatever because she wanted her her loved one back so bad she wanted him back and um so by manipulating her father cornello says she. She needs to take the gun and shoot the full metal alchemist. Um, And (laughs) Father Cornello is referring to Alphonse at that point. Again, mistaken identity. And you'd think that you'd keep quiet about the real identity. Alphonse is covered in armor, so what's the gun going to do? But no, Ed screams at the top of his lungs, it's (laughs) me! So, um, but Rose is, is... you can see that she really doesn't want to shoot anybody and her hands are trembling so much. She does squeeze the trigger, but the gun jerks backwards. And our theory is that um, she didn't mean to fire, but she was so scared that her finger kind of pulled the trigger. But um, unfortunately, it does find a mark and her her shot blows Alphonse's helmet clean off. (laughs) Oh no, Alphonse, no. (laughs) But- (sighs) That's where I want to mention the manga, because it's a little more impactful in the manga. First of all, Rose never fires her gun, never touches a gun in the manga. But um, when they get into the basement, Brother Cray, one of the lackeys, turns, pulls the gun, and he's the one who shoots Alphonse's head off. And by this point in the manga, we don't know that the Elric's have committed the cardinal sin and don't know that Alphonse is just a soul in the body. So it's kind of this moment where when you're reading, you're like, holy cow, they just killed a character. Um, and obviously, that's what Rose thinks. And she's outraged. But um, this is kind of step one to debunking Father Cornello for her. Because Father, because um, Brother Cray says that Cornello allowed this, you know, allowed somebody to get hurt. And um, Brother Cray says, this is the will of God. But of course, Alphonse is not knocked down. He grabs the gun. Everyone is shocked Ed and Al go ham and start, you know, bashing faces. And that's when Rose first learns that Al is just that suit of armor. It's all you.
1: Okay. So when the gun fails to get rid of the Alec brothers, um, Father Cornello releases a chimera um which i don't know i kind of assumed that he i think they imply that he made yeah i think he said a line
0: like the philosopher's stone can do amazing things
1: yeah something to that effect and it's like i don't remember it has like it's like a lion but it has feathers
0: and yeah it's uh traditionally, I think chimeras are like uh lions, let, me look, up. let serpent, me look up yeah or rooster or whatever um it kind of reminds me of a griffin. I know other chimeras were like part snake, part goat, part lion, which is a really weird combination
1: hmm. well, anyway, this one's more this one's more lion lion like um and it attacks ed and it um it first tries to swipe at his leg
0: um oh yeah and ed, ed makes a spear and oh um, wait it, yes how could i forget a...
1: yeah <laughs> ed makes a spear and it is immediately destroyed mm-hmm. um and then He, the chimera kind of gets his leg with, um, and you, and again, in the manga, you don't, it hasn't been revealed yet that he has a metal arm and leg. So you see that it's like, oh, he's done for. Like it, that's gotta be a, a bad wound, but he, he seems fine. Um, and Father Cornello is shocked. And then and then the Chimera goes for his, tries to bite down on his arm. And Father Cornello's like, ha ha ha, we, we got you. <laughs> and, and again, um, Ed is unharmed. And in a very cool Ed like way we get this big dramatic scene with him like ripping off his coat and um, that reveals his, his metal arm and his leg. And we get a really good look um, at his scars for the first time, um, which I really like. And you, had something
0: to say about that, I think. Yeah. he. Well, watching it. He's got scars going all around, you know, the part his injury, like the, the stump of where his right arm used to be. He's got scars obviously from the transmutation where the, the skin was, you know, ripped from him. But he also has scars from the surgery. They're they're obviously old stitch marks um going from the rivets that hold his automail to his bones, like the the metal is fused to his bone at this point. Uh, I also have to pause to make another manga note. so when uh, Ed and Al confront Father Cornello initially in the manga, they're alone. So after the confrontation with Brother Cray, they go to see Cornello alone. Cornello reveals his plot, and Ed you know makes the uh, Ed makes the threat of telling everybody that he's a fraud and cornello you know he's like oh who's gonna believe you you're outsiders no one will um and ed says oh yeah you're right followers would never listen to a word i say but what about her words and al takes off the breastplate of his armor and rose has been hiding inside of him this whole time listening so she finds out he was a fraud and she's just crying and saying you can't bring my darling back again And Cornello, being the snake that he is, he admits to being a fraud in terms of being God's emissary, but he promises to resurrect her fiancé because he has the Philosopher's Stone. And this is the point in the manga where Rose makes her decision, and it's not like in the anime where she has to choose to join Father Cornello and hold a gun. In this one, she just walks towards him, making her choice to follow him, anything if it means getting her her fiance back and ed is warning her that there's no going back but she says this is she says this is the only choice that i can make and that's when father cornello releases the chimera using a lever that says open sesame on it um and yeah there's a lot of little quips and jokes that the author included it's really cute
1: yeah yeah um, i I enjoyed reading the manga and also I guess that that's a good time to bring up like this is kind of the first the first episode where we really see like the kind of light hearted the more light hearted side of the show i mean like the yeah. first the first um few episodes we you know, the first two episodes like there's like you know some short jokes and but for the most part like the first episode we're just kind of getting to know the characters and the second episode, it's like a really like serious, like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of heartbreaking episode. Um, but this one, you know, we got, we got all the short jokes and then we have like the funny, the, the like funny way the, the characters are animated. Um, and I don't know. I just, I, even though like, it's kind of a still a heavy episode, I do in enjoy it and it made me laugh more than
0: than, yeah, than the first yeah. two. Um, even though it's even though it's kind of committing a taboo itself because, you know, the things you're not supposed to bring up in, in conversation are politics and religion and the show kind of does that right away.
1: Yeah, yeah. They Yeah, they don't don't um hold their punches, I guess. Yeah. Neither um, does Ed. No, he does not. um
0: anyway (laughs) yeah i also wanted to mention another scene in the manga that i wish was animated but when the chimera first um slashes ed's spear to bits and rips his pants and like you know you think that his leg is injured um in the panel he's kind of in shadow so you can't see if there's blood or anything but ed's gripping his leg and going oh no father canelo is gloating how do you like the taste of claws that can cut through iron? And Rose is just, you know, in shock and worried for Ed. And the next panel is Ed turning around going, psych. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I really wish they would have animated that because mm. it's amazing. And he puts up his leg, and you finally see the metal, and he says, Sorry, these are custom made. And all that was going through my head was that line, that Mega Mind line my custom baby seal leather boots. <laughs> Oh, I'm shaking
1: in my custom baby seal leather boots. That's the one. It's <laughs> so perfect. Oh, he's got <laughs> honestly. Ed kind of has in some ways has Mega Mind energy.
0: Oh, totally. <laughs> um, he would listen to uh, what was the song? Welcome to the Jungle. He would listen to that while while beating up bad guys.
1: Yes, yes. There's there's a lot of songs. Okay, there's a lot of songs that he listen to from the Because I think there's also like Back in Black. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think Highway to Hell is also oh, a yeah. movie.
0: <laughs> so they're like all Ed songs. Song. We should make an Ed playlist.
1: Uh, we should.
0: Okay, listeners, stay tuned. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, wow, that was, um. Sorry about the tangent. <laughs> yes, and, that, and we literally like a tangent in the middle of the scene, because, like, Right after Ed like rips off his um his jacket, uh father Coronello starts to put together like oh, your brother's in a suit of armor and you have metal um uh, prosthetics m- metal prosthetics, and he's like, oh, you committed the ultimate taboo um human transmutation, and we kind of get another flashback of what we've already seen um, and basically. Rose is like horrified about what they tried to do, and Ed's like, Well, this is what happens when you try to play God. And he asks Rose, Is this is this what you want? Ed and Al well they they ask for the, the philosopher's stone and Father Cornello responds by making a uh here it says Turns his cane into a gatling gun. Um, and he tries to shoot, shoot all of them down, including Rose. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we already know he's a bad guy, um, but he's a bad guy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just because and, you're
0: a bad guy, you're bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy.
1: Doesn't mean you're a bad guy. like my accent? It was actually what? pretty good. Uh, <laughs> um and Ed creates an exit to escape this um this layer. And this is followed by um a very funny scene which is one of Megan's favorites, so I'll let her discuss. Yes.
0: So As Ed and Alan Rose are escaping, running through the hallways, of course, Father Cornello's men are there and they're trying to stop him. And they're very cocky and like, hey, little runt, you're going to take us on empty handed. Ed, continuing to run down the hall, smiles very giddily like a child in a candy store, claps his hands together and creates a very long knife out of his automail arm. And he has the expression of pure evil on his face as he does so
1: <laughs> uh, that is definitely like probably my favorite Ed expression is his evil <laughs> his evil ed <laughs> he does it so well yes yes um and then it basically they cut all the enemies down and, and in, in a very I don't know. To me, whenever they make those like I don't know, they kind of look like ghosts.
0: To me, like they're all like <laughs> Oh yes. The, the enemies <laughs> the animation gets yeah. very loose and they're they're kind of yeah. like having their hands up, their faces are in like the um the ghoul scream and they're they're very shaky and wiggly. Yes. So it does look like ghosts.
1: <laughs> uh so anyway, they escape. And then, um, we see, uh, Rose and Al together. Al is doing something with the, he's drawing a transportation circle and, and, um, he's took the, the bell from the tower and, um. I don't know. They're talking. a little heart to oh. heart. Oh, okay. Here's what he says. Um Yeah, it's really cute. Um Basically, I mean, he's telling Rose about what happened. Um And he shows he shows Rose his um his where Ed bonded his soul to the armor and he said uh referring to ed his leg had been taken he was bleeding i can't imagine the pain he was in but through all that he still gave up his right arm to transmute my soul and bonded me to this suit of armor and that was so sweet he's just like now i just want to help him get his body back to the way it was um they're both like they're both so selfless selfless whenever, whenever they like talk about yeah um like getting their bodies back because yeah. ed's always like we're gonna get i'm gonna get your body back brother and then al's like i'm gonna get your body back brother it's just like you would so think. Sweet. yeah um, you
0: would think al is in the worst situation because he's just got his soul but al insists that automel is hard on the body so they need to get ed's first which i it's kind of more apparent in the Previous anime in the original, the 2003, because they do overemphasize Ed's pain with the automail, like how it uh, kind of shorts out on him and how replacing it is very painful to connect the nerves and stuff. He screams a lot when they're reconnected. It's very it, it makes you see just um, how much he's had to go through. I, I am still of the opinion that no, 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 help Al first, because Ed, There, there are people mm-hmm. who survive with auto mail who are just like regular people in the world and not alchemists so ed could probably deal with it for a little longer than al just being in a suit of armor but obviously both of them want to get their bodies back for good reason and it would life would just be so much easier if they could get them uh so while al
1: is doing you know talking to rose ed is in father cornello's office and Father Cornell's comes in, he's like, what are you doing? And he basically like admits to his whole evil plot. Um and Ed's like, wow, you're so dumb. And <laughs> shows um reveals that um he and Al have been broad- broadcasting um what Father Cornell's been saying to the to the entire city. And a fight ensues between ed and father cornello and ed like just he's so awesome he's i'm always so impressed when he's fighting because like he's very like he just jumps around like that and and like moves so quickly and that like his automail is heavy um but anyway he he very easily beats father cornello Father is not uh, any any match with him, and he's kind he's kind of a big baby because he's like don't 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 kill me, like spare me. Um, I'm defenseless. (laughs) Uh, It's so annoying. Uh. Okay, (laughs) Uh, Ed's like, well, I I don't care about you. Like, I just want the stone, and the stone falls out of the ring. Um, and it, and just like the one in episode one, it kind of loses its color and disintegrates and and it's like, what? It's a fake and like came all this way, like such a waste. And he basically, um,
0: like leaves. Yeah. So brief, brief side note here. Um, well, you can tell the philosopher's stone is a fake because it's supposed to be perfect material as Ed said. So, um, if you use all of its power obviously it's not real because you've you've used it all up it's it's not the all, all powerful alchemic uh miracle that you think and with father cornello he tried to use it too many times so he's trying to create another gun and it rebounds and ends up melding his hand with the metal so he's got like this painful looking uh it's it's disgusting actually um but and this is where the manga and the anime deviate. So in the anime, Father Cannello pushes forward with his plan anyway, uses the stone and makes himself bigger. I, I compare him to a titan from Attack on Titan, even <laughs> though I haven't watched it. And He's not a titan. No. <laughs> and um, the giant Father Cannello goes after Ed in a, a bigger fight, you know, ensues. The, the animation for the fight scenes in the show are incredible. So I'm not going to be too mad about it deviating from the source material. But in the manga, um, the rebound happens, and Father Cornello is basically beaten right there. He does not turn into Titan Cornello. And um, what happens is that the stone breaks and Ed is just kind of devastated, that it's a fake, that they had to go this far only to find out that they didn't get what they wanted. Um, and as he's distracted, being you know, sad and gloomy, Father Cornello sneaks up behind him, thinking that he can—I don't know—shank him with the, the corrugated metal on his hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> as I'm he's sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's like shank him. Like... Weird. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but as as Father Cornello is creeping closer to him, Ed, without even turning around, he's just so ticked off that he attacks. It's not even provoked, hardly. But the same as in the anime, he uses one of the statues of Leto and has the fist come out and slam the ground next to Cornello. It looks like he's going to kill him, but Ed would never do that. He just kind of slams the fist right in front of him and makes Father Cornello so scared that he'll never try to mess with them again.
1: Mm, yes. I wouldn't say, we don't know if Ed would never do that. Yes.
0: <laughs> but- we know he would never
1: We know that he would never do that. Yeah. But <laughs> um and to kind of wrap up the story, we uh Ed and Alan Rose are talking. Ed and Al are kind of getting ready to leave. And Rose is like, What am I supposed to do? Like, my life is over. My fiance is like not going to come back from the dead and blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, <laughs> Grow up, Rose. Stop being heartbroken. Come on. <laughs> Your fiance <laughs> died? <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Sorry, Rose. We don't mean it. Yeah, you can totally tell that I've been in many relationships and I <laughs> really care.
0: <laughs> well I try anyway. to relate her experience to if I lost a family member like I, yeah, I'm not in yeah. a relationship I've never been in a serious relationship but I try to equate it to like what if I had lost a sibling or one of my parents
1: yeah and I think she says that she doesn't have any parents
0: right she's alone She she's yeah so she I like have her, any family to speak of
1: so like I totally get like her her fiance was all she had and then yeah. she lost him. And then like, there was this hope, like, oh, he, we can bring him back. Yeah. So they're, they're talking, like, what am I going to do? And it's like, well, I can't help you. Um, And he has this awesome quote. Um, He's like, I can't, you basically, I can't tell you what to do. You have to figure it out. Stand up and walk. Keep moving forward. You've got two good legs. So get up and use them. You're strong enough to make your own path. Just, just drop. saunter away, Mike, dude. Minecraft, walk away. Uh, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, um, you 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 shouldn't watch New Girl, but you also should. <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes. <laughs> there's, there's like this thing that they call like a, a goosebumps walk away, where basically oh. like you say something amazing and then like walk away. Um, but <laughs> while you're ahead yeah um and that's uh the last scene we kind of we again see those two kind of creepy characters um they're confronting father cornello and this time we learn their names uh lust and gluttony they're Uh, they're basically like you failed and gluttony's like oh can i can i eat him and les is like no and um she has like the her fingernails like turn into like these long spikes and they kill father pierce his head and kill him
0: Yes, I Um, think it's actually her gloves that extend. I was looking at the design of them and it looks like her mm -hmm. finger. It could just be her nails because her fingers stay the same length.
1: Oh, oh, and it kind of also is interesting because it focuses on this like little mark on her chest. And then also when um, Gluttony goes to eat Father Cornell, even though Les told him no, um, (laughs) we see the same mark on his tongue. Yeah. Um, I, and then um, the episode ends. Yes. And what, what were you going to say?
0: Sorry. I was just going to say, I have a theory about why the marks are placed certain places on each of the sins.
1: Mm, yes. I, okay. That we'll have to talk about that because I agree. Yes. Cause like her chest, his tongue. So we're at the end of the, um, episode. Um, I just, I guess I had. A few things besides our three main things. Um, first, like, what were your overall thoughts on Rose?
0: Yeah, um, I didn't think she was a bad character. It's just that she fell under the category of damsel in distress. Who has a good heart? hmm Yeah, I wouldn't... I...
1: I don't know. I say overall, I liked her, but I felt sad for her because she was clearly lost, and um, this—I mean, I would say Lidoism was a cult. This cult preyed on her, um, on her state of mind, and yeah. yeah. It's just kind of sad, but I would say I liked her. She seemed, she seemed sweet and, um. In
0: 2003, did her dirty.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, you can talk about that later, but. Totally. I hated that so much. Um, I still liked her, but like. Yeah. Oh, this felt so sad. Okay. Anyway. Um, also. We have not mentioned, but we have decided to track a few things throughout the show. Um, we might add more later. So, um, one thing, so first thing that we are tracking is um, how many times Ed, like, destroys his gloves. Yep. Uh, I think he does it once in this episode.
0: He uh, yeah, at least destroys the right glove.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and for that, uh, I'm will need to go back, and I don't remember if he does it in the first two episodes. I don't uh, believe so.
0: I think he takes them off before doing any alchemy, maybe. But from here on out, we can definitely tally it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also decided to track how many doors are made with alchemy. Um, so Fun. this episode, yeah, this episode we got one. Um, there was another one, I think, in the first episode, maybe, no, I, remember. I can't remember now, I think there was a door, hmm. when need to go back, um, and then the, the third thing is, um, how many spears are made, one. uh, so there was, there was one Two. in this episode, and I also wanna keep track of how many seconds it is till they're destroyed. Yeah. I need to go I'll have to watch um watch it. But Actually, I know that there was
0: there's been three so far because there was one yeah. in episode one, one in episode two, and one yep. in And two. each time it's been Ed that's made it. Yep. um
1: Yeah, so we'll have to Yeah, this one it honestly was probably like one second. Yeah, and then it was destroyed. <laughs> Poor, uh,
0: it takes a while to make um, this,
1: which which is a theme. Yeah, and honestly, for him, I feel like it's just for show. Like you, mm-hmm. like see him like pull it out, and like there's like this little like weird thing at the top, which you I feel like a dragon at
0: coiled at. I- I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a dragon coiled at the top.
1: Yeah, um, he's just always he's always over the top, and I love it. Gets it from his teacher. Um, yeah. So we're going to keep track of those. And every once in a while, we will uh, update you on
0: where we're at. So I'm just going to briefly say two things that you guys should check out if you're listening. Uh, The first thing is um, there's a channel called Film Theory run by Matt Pat, um, Matthew Patrick. And he has a couple of full metal videos, I think just two of them. But in one of them. He goes through the theory Ed had of the uh, composition of the human body, you know, like water, thirty-five liters, et cetera, et cetera. And he goes through if that would actually work, if that's actually composition of a human. And the second thing you should check out is a website called SuperheroJacked.com. You can find workout plans for superheroes, anime characters, et cetera. They have an Edward Elric plan, and this kid, he's he's scrawny, but he's he's strong. He's he's got muscle
1: mm-hmm, yeah, okay, so favorite line of the episode. um, we both have the same one. You nope. can go ahead. I already yeah. read it
0: once, but stand up and walk, keep moving forward. You've got two good legs, so get up and use them. You're strong enough to make your own path.
1: Yes, love that. it's <laughs> um, I don't know. it's just inspirational. You know, you just read it and you're like, yes. And he doesn't even have two legs. (laughs) I like having both my legs. I like having both my legs. (laughs) (laughs) We got to share that one. Yes, for sure. Um, So, and then uh, what did we learn
0: in this episode? Yeah, so we learned to not believe everything that you hear or that you see. There are false prophets in this world, and you have to be careful about who you believe. That's not to say that you can't have faith and that you can't find things to put your hope in, but you have to be discerning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's I don't know, kind of interesting because Ed is, I don't know, Ed kind of basically says, I only believe what i hear i mean not, not, what i can see with my eyes and yeah
0: and he kind of only and, trusts himself in a way yeah yeah and um yeah so who pushed the story forward this episode uh, father cornello and rose yeah. um
1: probably for two different
0: reasons <laughs> yes yes
1: father father cornello he had the philosopher's stone and um you know that's kind of the main focus of the episode they're trying to get the stone and then you realize oh it's a fake at the end and it's like where do we go next um
0: and oh yes and rose she was kind of that push that ed needed to challenge himself and also to encourage her so i feel like he learned a lot from her and she learned a lot from him yeah Yeah, and that is the end of the episode.
1: Uh, Kind of, I think, longer than last time, but I hope that um, you guys enjoyed. And um, if you have any questions or want to just um, connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Full Metal Beyond the Gate, or also send us an email um at metal beyond the gate at gmail.com.
0: Yep. And I will be putting these podcasts hopefully on YouTube. And we might have extra playlists for extra content and fun things. So you can check out our YouTube channel of the same name as everything else. Yes. All right. Uh We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.